situation. How is everyone doing there? Cassandra, everyone? I'm doing great, Paul. Thanks. You're realizing great. you're understanding you're never going to understand it. No, I just leave it alone now and just. Um, there you I'm, go. I'm letting the action figure paint rooms in my house. That seems to work pretty well. There you go. Yes. Yeah. It's good. At, it can. Yeah. That makes sense to it. You know, menial tasks. Yeah. 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 A simple, a simple purpose. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Simple purpose. Yes. I used to have paint houses and it was very easy to go into a zone. Yeah. Where. It was just be flowing for hours and stuff. And it was pretty commonplace. You got used to it. And a simple task. The mind has completed it. It has the paint. It has the bucket. It has the wall. And then it can just go to sort of to sleep. Yeah. Exactly. When it's sort of like sending it around the corner for a couple of hours. And then you get to enjoy <laughs> the yeah, absence. Of the agitation, yeah. Instead yeah, of trying to get uh, the experience of the absence of the agitation as the agitation. <laughs> yeah, the the dog chasing its tail. Well, yeah, and that tail's been painted on the door. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's an imaginary tail. That's why it can never grab it. Yeah, we have all these cast of characters here. Here we come. Your arms here and John, formerly known as John of God, but that has a bad meaning now. So it's just John. <laughs> J-O-G. What's the O-G mean? Nothing. Yeah. You have an Indian name. What's the Indian name? Akitan. Akitan. Oh. It means your true home is God. Your full, oh, your full home, your true home is God. God. I thought it's God. Uh, yeah, that's what I felt. You must be from Hawaii right now. Your yeah. true home is God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your true home is God. Uh. <laughs> uh. They never run out of those names, eh? You know, that they gave with the Osho. Yeah, they're not, they must have, they never run into the last one. What? 500,000 followers. Wow. I'm sure he repeated some name. <laughs> Ananda. Yeah, Ananda, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm love. What is it? Sat Bliss. Bliss. Yeah, Ananda's bliss. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like when you hear the that Enneagram thing in Sufism and they explain basically basic characteristics of what we're not, yes? And everyone goes at the break, I'm a six, I'm a five, I'm a four. More identification instead of less identification. It's so funny. Yeah, and therefore you're not. You see, that's the beauty of it. The beauty of the knowledge, the knowledge would be incredible, yeah? The Enneagram. If it, and then if it was applied to, and I'm not, but then the knowledge claimed by self, the terminology recovery now becomes uh, 
has absolutely no value at all, yet it's very valuable. So the description of all these characteristics, but in recovery, we say self-knowledge avails you nothing. Yeah. So, but the knowledge of, let's say, the Enneagram could avail you a lot, but usually it gets capped with I'm a seven instead of I'm not a seven. Yeah. I'm not a seven would make a dumb. I feel a lot more valuable. Yeah. I'm a seven is just, what are you going to try to strive to become an eight or have a sexual five and a sexual whatever? They have all these weird things. You only got nine numbers to play with. You know? <laughs> but if you see it as not you, then let all that information in finally land. Because obviously there's a lot of not you that not you doesn't want to feel. It doesn't want to be a fraud, let's say. And so therefore it denies its fraudulence. And then it has the opportunity to feel like a fraud at any given moment. You know what I mean? It sets itself up. Incredible. So what would happen if the, the big boogeyman that you're a fraud is let to land? You let it land. I'm a fraud. Yeah. And join the crowd. <laughs> Everyone is. It just, it just disarms all that. And then basically the engagement of seeing it leads to no engagement. Yeah. Instead of seeing the engagement from a mistake leads to more engagement, seeing it clearly is no engagement. Yeah. So I'm this and I'm that. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm this, but I want to be that. All that you lose interest in, you know, and then you're here on Saturday. Yeah. It's, I mean, really, it's not like you parachute it in and there's like a, a parade waiting for your arrival. You've never left, you're just here all the time <laughs> you can't make a huge deal out of it because you can make a huge deal out of it if you're not here yeah being here when you believe you're not here is a huge freaking deal there's huge businesses about getting here based on the premise that you can be not here but when you realize you're never not here the whole interest or value, the mental value just decreases. The stocks just plummet, just completely pancakes because you realize, oh, this thing that I've been working so hard to arrive at, I really, the head's been working to try to get out of really most of the time. So you see this built-in cognitive dissonance, not you, it's not your cognitive dissonance. The system has cognitive dissonance because it's a subject seen as an object it's just simple as that and it's just sort of like if we used to use this terminology and it has i have no affiliation with any party or any way of living yes i'm just using an example of if uh an alien race wanted to study us and they they got a set of their scientists together and they gave them a grant of like enough money and a, a spaceship for like a 10-year examination of us or observing of us and then these these this aliens already to spend 10 years looking at us arrive and they arrive here and the first thing they realize is that this society has profit over the health of the citizenry they would have gotten all the information they needed they would not have study anymore they just saw if it's that if if that's that it's just not going to get better 
You know what I mean? So why do you want to keep beating a dead horse? You've seen the dead horse. Yeah, so therefore they call up the planet, hey, we're done. <laughs> what? You got nine years and 364 days. We've seen enough. Isn't that the case? Haven't you seen enough? Prophet of the citizenry? Mm -hmm. Did you say prophet? Yeah, prophet over the, I'm talking about health, yeah. So health, profit is held over the health of the citizenry. So you're paying for health. And then if you can't pay for health, you don't get health, yes? The system is not a nonprofit system. It's not a, a, a single payer system. It's, it's, it's built to make money, yeah? So let's say if it was in one system, they would have, let's say, 1% of all the money would be bureaucracy. A profit-driven system, it's 18% is like bureaucracy. So there's a lot of middle people making a lot of cash based on you getting or not getting health. Yeah. So what would you, would you need to go have an in-depth uh, dive? You could, that says enough. Yeah. <laughs> this is the whole point. You don't have to be beaten over the head with satsang. It's an invitation. You basically have all the information that's needing, needed to come to a, a complete being convinced of what you're hearing. It's just how you've been hearing it has thrown it off. Yeah. So you go to, let's say, an old voice like Hoang Po, and it says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. All right. I'm perceiving you, yes? You're, that which I'm perceiving as you is not what's perceiving. What? Yeah. And you're looking at this, thinking this is Paul, but it isn't Paul. It's an innate, it's a, an imaginary object, so to speak, thinking that it's a subject. So he's clearing it up very simply. It's not like 800 pages of doctrine. He's just giving you a simple a ruler. It's like whatever can be perceived, so... In other words, whatever can be seen, heard, felt, tasted, touched, yes, cannot be that which is perceiving. Pretty clear. Yeah, bamo, you can hear that. Okay. And then you just, you hear a strange sound of the dominoes falling. <laughs> and then you, instead of you watching the dominoes, you're a fucking domino. <laughs> and you're not the... You're just one of many dominoes. <laughs> okay, then you may get up and it goes, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, who would, why would he say that to anyone else other than the Buddha? Yeah, it's no point. You wouldn't say it to Steve, would you? Steve, stop using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. No, he's talking to the Buddha, which we are. He says, hey, Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. What? And so maybe... It will recognize it's there's an act. It's not in the act. It's seeing the act. But there's a mental act of doing just that. It's using the Buddha, an unsuspected inner resource to the mental act, to look for the Buddha. Yeah. So you're not wanna you don't want to try to convince that which is doing that because that's what it does. It doesn't have the ability to see that self can't get out of self but Buddha can't get into the Buddha. It just doesn't have that ability. So that which is hearing it, not the one that says it's the hearer of it, which is, yeah, the selfing, that which is hearing it, which is consciousness or awareness, that's what we like to talk to. So you're talking to awareness about that activity that's not aware of a whole lot of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, so... Bingo, when you see what you're not, that's what you are. 
You're the seeing of what you're not. Here, if you're looking at this as a huge mirror, this dreaming, what you see in this mirror is what you're not. What's appearing that has always meant you, you know, this idea or this thought, I'm the thinker, I'm the one who had the idea, I'm the source of this feeling, I'm feeling it, all of that, suddenly you look at that, that's we, which is being implied and you see nothing. And then there you go. Yeah. And then maybe you need to double down. So you use self-inquiry and you use what you're not to ask what you're not, what you are. And it's sort of the two poles that are going, eh, 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 get negated and there you are. And then when there you are, it's obvious it's always been this way. It's not like there you are, where have you been? Like the mental shit. The mental shit seems talks as if you can disappear all the time. Oh, I'm finally back. When this hits you, it's never left. There's not feeling like, oh, I, I'm, it's back now. The truth, it, the feeling is completely opposite that. It's, I, it's never left. That's how it hits you. Nothing made up hits you that way. Nothing fucking make up, made up hits you that way. What's made up is has to be manufactured when it arrives back. But when you get this hit, it says I've, it's never left. It's always been this way. The underlying condition has not been affected by all of the surface conditions. Yes. If you're a surface dweller, it doesn't give, it doesn't matter. All you're kicking to stay on the surface isn't affecting the underneath. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And when you're tired of it, not you as the head, but you, and there's not a you, but there's a, there's a sense when you finally see all this activity that's in his, in and of itself is only for activity's sake. It doesn't want to arrive fucking anywhere because when it arrives somewhere, it moves. It can't rest. It's agitated. Yeah, and we, used to, we used to use a simple old example about the couch. You know, this guy, I had a nice apartment one time, you know, a little cellar apartment. I was enjoying it, felt good felt at home there. And then I was reading a Sunday printout and it had all these color uh, pages of, of furniture. And I saw a little couch. I go, wow, the couch would probably look really good here. And I started thinking about the couch and I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll meet a girl and conceive of my first child on that couch. And I was getting into the couch. And while I was getting into the couch, I was looking around and was like feeling that the, the, the the sorrow of couchlessness, you know, now the apartment wasn't enough. I'm going, fuck. And then I'm thinking of people I know who have couches. Why didn't they tell me how great it could be with a couch? I started having resentments of people and all this started cooking. And so this dreaming of what the couch was going to bring, what really brought was a, an inability now to accept where I was. Yeah. So this mythical there oh, it's going to be great when i get the couch was overriding the ever present here yeah okay so there i am so let's say i work hard to save money and i'm going to get that couch and i'm facebook if i was on facebook i tell will you come to my couch arrival party and no one's no one rsvps or shit like that you know no one gives a shit they just know what a couch is and it ain't yeah. Then the day comes, they bring the couch. I swept the whole area. They bring it in. I take off the plastic. I sit down there. And then I look around and I go, 
I got to get a, a rug to match, match the couch. So suddenly I arrive at the mythical there. As soon as it's here, I need another mythical there. You see, this is not, this is because it has to leap. It's agitated. Your activity, the mental activity is based on agitation. Its nature is of agitation. It cannot enjoy peace of mind. First of all, because there's a belief in time, and even though you may be having peace right now, you'll be thinking it may not be there tomorrow. So you can't enjoy fucking the peace of mind. You can't enjoy what's being offered here because this here is being overridden by there and then. Your head is completely active in an imaginary condition. Yeah, just selfing, just selfing like crazy. And the dilemma isn't that's what's happening. The dilemma is the inordinate amount of interest in it, yeah? See, the dream when you have interest in it is it, it's gonna stop. That's a fool's gold, gold, gold dream. It ain't gonna stop because you're not the starter of it. It's a mental activity, selfing. It's going to continue on. If you're waiting for it to change, to enjoy what you actually are, you're gonna be waiting a long time, yeah? So you see it's not you, and what happens? You lose interest in it. You don't set out to lose interest in it. That would be interest in you. You lose interest in that. And now your idea of liberation is a much clearer idea. You have been released or freed from the need to be liberated. That's liberation. Mental liberation is more bondage. Yeah. This is being free from that idea of liberation. Yes being free from all of the conditions and the requirements that your head has set up for you to arrive somewhere that you already are. So you lose interest in all this shit and here you are. Yeah, and when you're here, you realize you've never not been here. This is the beauty of it. Most shit that you arrive at in the mental state, it never hits you that way. And when people say never and always, it sounds fucking tinny as hell. When someone says, I'm always bummed out, they're not always fucking bummed out, or I'm never going to get it. Yes, you're going to fucking get it somehow, something, yeah? But in this case, when it says you you have never left, it's always been this way, it's fucking solid. It resonates much differently than the tinny little shit the mental state does. It does. And you'll know. And you're in a, you're, your gut, I don't like the heart idea, this, the idea of love's got too much meaning. But let's say the gut, you just get it. And it's like an unspoken yes. And now a lot of the way the mental state's agitation can spread, get shut down. You just lose interest. Yeah. And then when it's not moving as much, it's easy to see that the emperor has no clothes. Yes, it is. And then when it whacks you, if you're lucky, you'll have some peak events. But the real revelation isn't Oh, I've got to have, I want to have that experience of seeing the emperor with no clothes. You now see the emperor has no clothes while it's wearing clothes. Yeah. So the head will keep on doing what it's done, but there's a, the, the, the bottom has dropped out. We were the basis of its whole little dance fucking scenario. And we, our interest drops out and then you see the dance in a whole different way. Yeah. Yeah. You lose interest in it. What happens? You get, I don't know, find out. I wouldn't hate to tell you what happened because then maybe you'll come up with an idea and then you'll set a requirement and you'll define something that's best 
left undefined. So just know what you're not, see it, see what happens. You'll lose interest. And that interest is going to probably benefit you now instead of enslave you to yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah. The interest and attention is going to be directed somehow. The mental state has had a lot of sway in many of our lives to direct the interest and attention. Now it's being put into a different pair of hands and see how that does. Yeah, and see how you travel. If you're traveling lighter, like I'm telling you something that will, all your mythical, metaphysical, transcendent goals will just drop down to an ease and comfort today. Yes, just be content and satisfied with what's going on. No matter what's really going on, there'll be a con you're not content and satisfied with what's going on. You consent content and satisfied, and then you deal differently with what's going on. You may not be content and satisfied with what's going on, but it, that doesn't, your contentment and satisfaction isn't based on what's going on. It's based on what's really going on, yes? And then you have, uh, you're more apt to accept shit that you would never, never fucking ever accept. And you'll see that, <laughs> you'll just see a lot, yeah. There won't be more seeing, but they'll be seeing more. You're not going to have more awareness. Awareness isn't like a quantity that, of pounds and fucking acres or hectares or whatever. It, but you'll see more. The awareness will see more of what it's not. Yeah. And there'll be a certain point where there'll be enough of what makes you up in the activity. There'll be enough of its uh, seen that the scale will tip. Yeah, let's say it's 50.0000.1. But when that one little bit flips, you lose That's a whole lot of interest in a lot of stuff. Yes. Can you hear me? It's the Zoom yeah. on? All right, yeah. good. Always have to check in with the Zoom. They may think I'm, one, I'm in a silent state. <laughs> try, try and they try. No, no, we're just sharing. Ah, oh, yes. We'll deal with you later, no. So uh yeah, it's a simple invitation. The thing is why the more important is to heed the warnings about it all, because the warnings of is really what makes everything much clearer. In let's say in recovery, where I come from, there's a very important warning, very, very important, which is quit playing God. Most important statement probably in the book. If you look at the book of recovery is about a linear program of getting sort of well as an action figure in this world, yeah? That linear program next and first, first would be more important than next. Yeah. first would be the most important point in a linear program because everything else would follow with that. So the biggest statement in recovery is first, you've got to quit playing God. Wow, okay. Now, maybe you need one or two examples of what it's like for something to be playing God. Okay, when you wake up in the morning and your head tells you how the day is going to be, that's playing God. Right, because you're in the bed, it's telling you, "Oh fuck it, it's gonna suck," and everything like that. That's playing God, yes, playing God, like a weatherman. 
you follow its forecast. You have a lot of raincoats in the closet, and it's usually sunny when you go out. Yes, it's fucking false evidence being presented, but we're having faith in it, and so it appears real to us. Yes? Okay, so quit playing God. Okay, what we're saying is the mental state is playing God. And let's say it reads or hears the statement, quit playing God, it takes it to be you. So now you try to quit playing God. Yeah, makes sense. But what is that but that which is playing God? So that which is playing God, unbeknownst to us, now tries to quit playing God. That's playing God. Ad infinitum. There's not one point where that breaks. Yeah. So you, this is a warning because that's what's going to happen. The heads that's saying it's you is going to try to quit playing God. And you're going to see how fucking it fails because it can't not play God. Yeah. So what happens? Now you see you're not that which is playing God. So when when it's you that you believe is playing God, orders abide. I mean, you've got to do a lot of shit. Yes. You got to stop playing God and it's going to look a lot of different ways. Yeah. But in this case, if you see it's not you playing God, there's nothing to do. You just lose interest and it's playing God. So when it says this today's going to suck, you get up and you make the coffee and it says, I'm reminding you today's going to suck. You have another shot maybe have a croissant. I'm telling you, it's definitely going to suck by 10. You go and show up and suit up, as we say, and you see what happens. And what happens usually is completely different than what it was saying was going to happen. So now what occurs? The audience that is really giving the life to that which is playing God starts seeing this drama is a fucking comedy. It changes its reaction. You know, somebody who's made a real serious movie and it turns into a comedy, it flips out the director, obviously, because he was, everyone's laughing at the most serious points of what he thinks is his great drama all dramas. Everyone's laughing. <laughs> this is what happens. So the head is trying to be CNN news flashing you all day and you're seeing it as Comedy Central. <laughs> it irritates the hell out of the system the system because now you're not listening to it whoa this is this is like the death blow to this imaginary activity when it loses relevance only to us the audience when it loses the audience its whole show is on the way out because it's living off of our light yeah we are the reality and when we're in this relationship with and we're actually giving it a sense of reality it knows it knows what's going on we don't know what's going on and this is the whole point about not becoming aware of self but self-aware recognizing self becoming aware not self-aware meaning Paul is aware but become aware of self and see you're not that what occurs yeah that that seeming very very evading constantly like a butterfly in my life called presence becomes the obvious condition you're not seeking to know hope bro second you're not seeking to become present you're present believing you're not really basically and that which is believing you're not present isn't you there you go so every time it tries to make a move the first step is cut off instead of having it going jaunting and then trying to change its 
its its direction and while it's going 30 miles per hour and has a lot of time in it, you just keep cutting the leg off, yeah? Until you don't need to cut the leg off. And it's not like I'm looking all day, I'm not that, I'm not that. You sufficiently have that view and then the view becomes a vision, yes? You're not, you don't need an understanding to whack the fucking mosquitoes. You stop hearing them, yeah? Yeah, it's all right. So are you saying it's not it's not conscious, it's feeding out the conscious? Yes, I'm saying it's that. It's like it, a machine that's feeding, it doesn't really have its own energy. No, it, it does not have its own energy. If we fuel the whole the whole situation. We feel it. Did you repeat the question, Paul? He was saying, does it have its own consciousness? And of course it doesn't. It's a mechanical activity. Yeah. It's a machine programming. That machine's programming claims whatever it's brought into contact with. You're not going to be able to convince it not to do that. Yeah. Because it will claim that. <laughs> so it's not, it's, it comes seemingly alive when it's introduced to something through aliveness, yeah? So we introduce it to things and then those things are used to, to reinforce a story, a mechanical story of you, yes? And then we've tried to get out of it. We've tried to, I mean, every form of attempting to get out of it usually ends up as an expression of addiction. Yeah, spirituality, there's an addictive nature in a lot of it. When spirit spiritual seeking is an incredible launching pad for addiction, just like drugs and alcohol and food and money and anything, any possible thing can trigger this, this aspect. And sometimes it's stronger than other conditions. And so let's say you'll find it more obvious in certain uh, tributaries it goes down like drugs and alcohol but a lot of people realize when they stop drinking and using the addiction just moves to something else food or you know porn or something else yes because it's it's agitated it has to seek it has to get out yeah it's agitated it wants to spill over that's what it wants to do so Many of us have tried to get out of me as me, and it's failed. And the only, the greatest value is that it has failed. But most of us don't read it as failed. Most of, most of us read it as I failed. Yeah, this is the drag, because the value is right there. Why can't I get it because you are it? isn't us because we keep and then we try it a different way and we get there's no one doing it this is just it's it's like you know one burp leads to another burp it's just attempting to keep this in a constant burping so to speak yes the activity so here's the most times when a system failed you did you see that it failed you or did or was the idea of you blamed it was you ultimately after you got that teacher failed me, that teacher failed me, that teacher failed me. No, they didn't. They're meant to fail you. That's the value. They'd always would lead. If you listen to a lot of people in Hinduism, they would leave, hey, the sock guru is the real guru. The one sitting, yeah, right where you are. 
don't let don't replace the sock guru with the guru. The guru is here to lead to the sock guru. Yeah. This is the point. This is like presenting the Enneagram and letting people yap that they're that. You gotta jump in and put in a warning. Hey, no, the point of this seminar is you're not this. <laughs> I don't want you, I don't want to give some beautiful thing and see it be used as another adhesion to another identity. No, you're not this, yeah, that's the point, yeah? Let it do exactly the same buildup, but instead of going, oh, I know more about me. No, you know more about not you. That would, to me, I think that's where it'd be nice to have, all you would need is like one little stamp, but this could be a warning. This could be hazardous to your spiritual health. Just stamp it on things. If they're that valid, they should be able to hand that little public warning. Yes, okay. Yes, we're going to explore the deepest recesses of the number you may be. And what? And what? Find out it's not. Oh, so I use the one to negate the one. Great, yes. Use the number seven to negate the idea of the number seven. Yes. Yeah, that's is the point. Instead of having that tail... Put the, the tail of negation on it, yeah? Yeah. So learn as much as you want. It's great. This thing is easy to learn about because it's it's repetition. It's habitual, yeah? And it likes to get into grooves and just dig in those grooves. So you watch it. And what does it do? It does basically the same fucking thing. <laughs> when it's confronted, when it feels like it lost something, someone stole it. <laughs> like a second later. Who took it? It's just got us. Why would you want to have? Let's look at the 80th crime scene. Look at the initial part. When you lose your keys, you think someone stole it or something. Where's my wallet? Oh, that I know that guy took it. You know, it's a, the first thing. Do you need any more revelation than that? You get, you see its whole fucking matrix there. Yeah. Its first reaction is someone's fucking with me. <laughs> now, you can see, let's say you're at the airport. Everyone's doing great. Marin, yeah, let's say they got the shuttle, big fucking seats, chill. You get there, everyone's nice, you know, sitting there. Pass me the sugar at the coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then some, some flights get, this, you know, called off. Watch what happens. And then everyone's looking, who's getting ahead of me in the line and motherfucker. And that guy shouldn't be in disabled. Let me look at his, that's like the whole thing. The, the seeming socialness is gone as soon as you throw one or two fucking things in it. Yes, this thing is like very, very thin ice. Very, very thin ice. You better see your water instead of the form of ice because the ice is going to be broken. Yeah. And if that's, and if you know that, it's great because you know it as water. You know it as water. And then the breaking of the ice could be a fucking hallelujah for the water. Yeah. It could be an, uh, a freedom from the water, uh, from the ice. Yeah. But as the ice, the last thing it wants to be is broken. Yeah. Practice, there goes the ice. But no, it always returns the water. Yeah. It's beautiful. Why not see it? Why not see what you're not? Let's see what you're not as fragments of ice, and you can see that from the water. Then what seems to be 
a terrible situation to ice will be a hallelujah to the water. You'll see things completely differently. Yeah. Yet the seeing isn't the one way or the other way you see it. It's just seeing. Yeah. Just like the idea of the policeman and thief. We paint that image coming out of a Raman Maharshi thing, but there isn't a policeman, a thief up there. It's just aspects of the head's narrative. Yes. Now, usually it's a chorus. There's you get to hear the policeman and the thief, and sometimes one's bigger than the other. Yeah. But when you're usually raptured by that narration, it only presents one or the other. It's either the policeman or the thief. Yeah. So I didn't, I hated the policeman and the thief I dug, but the thief got me almost killed quite a lot. And it had tons of consequences, but then I couldn't bear going back to the policeman. But see, this is a place of neutrality between both. You're neither the policeman nor the thief. You're hearing both sides of a fucking failed coin, so to speak. And you're not really, you're not in the in that marketplace, you know, trying to, I'm just going to be policeman against the the, the shadow of the other side of the coin is always going to show up. You watch it when people try to be purified as a thing. And then they blow up through perversity. They can't, can't withstand it. You know, this, they just act out and the whole fucking system falls down. They had some great ones. They had great fucking ironic examples in this world. And there's so much, there's a huge message in it. And it's not about the particulars. It's just the inanity of how this thing sees. Yeah. It's just incredible. And when you see it as failed from that, which you are, it's joyous. Yeah? Because now when it's flailing away and it's sort of like a, a baby flailing away, you're going to give him anything to grab. Yeah. And a lot of this shit may not be good, but you just want to get relief from its flailing, so you give it something. Uh, no, don't eat. Yeah. So this thing is like driving, and then you say fuck it, and then you just do shit, and there you go. The deal with the devil. Then it tithes and demands more, and you're trying to feed it to get a little bit of a halfway good day, and you're living like, all right, I'll worry about inane shit to keep the big foot of the bad thing I'm really worried about from ever falling on me. So you're tithing fear and anxiety all fucking day. It's like you're living in a, a form of slavery. All right. Oh, yes. Let's sit together and get and worry about this fucking thing that probably will never will happen. Oh, I really agree with you. Yeah, give me a fucking break. Yeah. You may look like a cow, and but you're not a cow. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really is. So, uh, I feel this message works because I'm feeling it, the relief of it. Yeah. And it didn't motivate me, you know, to run up the stairway to heaven. It just, it just fucking stopped. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole lot more seen when you stop looking, really. When you stop looking for a lot of shit, you see a lot. You do. And a lot of it is a mechanism of what you would call a failed system because it cannot arrive at where it already is. It cannot arrive there. It cannot imagine its absence. 
and still be seeming present. Yeah. So there's just a loss of interest in it, a gain of interest. And that interested, I'll tell you, since I've been six, I've been trying to get out of here most of my life. There was a discomfort going on when the head started to develop. It was. I had a very strange, because when I saw people, I saw people. When I looked in here, I didn't see anything. It just felt like I was a big hole. And I needed a song and dance to keep anyone out of it, you know. So it's just fucking, and man, I was drawn to a lot of things to get to escape. Reading, you know, Edgar Allan Poe, science fiction, you know, doing all this stuff. And, you know, then I got introduced to alcohol and that worked for a period of time. Then drugs, because alcohol was too slow and some of the effects, you don't want to be looking like a drunk at one in the afternoon. So if you're snorting coke, you'll be looking cool at one in the afternoon while drunk. <laughs> really? So this thing, just on and on and on. And then spirituality seemed to be the last thing, made sense. I realized I was up in New Hampshire looking at the stars one night. We lived in a, a barn up there. And I said, it's an inside job. So I said, fuck out drugs and shit. So at 19, 20, got introduced to a guru, meditation really, not the guru. And for four or five years, gave it the best. Yeah, I really did. I was quite earnest, meditated every day. I had a trouble with the guy who was supposedly the Lord of the universe, which my head had a field day with, because who the hell would ever leave the Lord of the universe? And I wanted to leave the Lord. <laughs> so it was really, I was caught in a perpetual clash song. Should I stay or should I go? It's terrible. <laughs> and the only way I could get permission to leave was to return to the thief and get loaded, which I did. And then I went way down on the drugs and everything. Washed up. Went back to spirituality. And then this time I saw some of the things I didn't see in it before, which was more of me. It wasn't the, it's a beautiful way of life. I don't think it's a path to a way of life. I think it's a beautiful way of life to live Buddhist principles and shit as an action figure. I do. I don't think you're going to take, it's going to take the action figure that far. Yeah, you're not going to transcend the action figure as an action figure. So once clear, about what I'm not, I lost interest in all the way I used to look at spirituality because I wanted to get out of me as me. I wanted to get a be. I wanted to be a me, but free from all those shitty me. Yeah, but I wanted to be there to get it. I did, and I had no idea that both of those were not me. None, and it and it didn't come by meditating 13 hours a day. I did not come that way. It came from a simple satsang. I heard someone share. This, I, this, this direction of non-duality, and I got it somewhat. I just realized it allowed me to see that what had failed wasn't me, but it was the me that's always going to fail. Yeah, And so, yeah, I finally, finally saw it in a different way. It was almost like just an emphasis, just like if you're chanting aluminum, 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 and then you hear another person go, what is it? Aluminium. Yeah, it's the same word. Sounds completely different when syllables are emphasized. This is exactly what happened. 
non-duality just goes over how your head works and emphasizes different syllables. It starts underemphasizing I, me, my, and it starts emphasizing something else. And now you're you're reading the news of the day, usually from a propaganda station, but it's emphasized differently. It's like the guy in uh, 1984, you know, you're reading, uh, eh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a failed system. This is, a, I'm not, the failed, but it was great. And then it was just became the unspoken yes. Yeah. That was how many years ago. And it's just the way it, something that was already established, which is the easiest thing to establish, by the way. The easiest thing that can establish in your life is something already established. <laughs> Truly. If it's not established now, it ain't going to be established with all your fucking work. It isn't. It's If it's established, you can be established in that. Yeah. If it's established, if you lose interest in the me, you'll get established in that. You will not become established. You won't. That you realize that which is, is already established as something. It's not going to break into another something. Yeah. So you get established in something else. Yeah. In the truth, so to speak. And it resonates and it rings. And, you know, you've heard a lot of bells ringing, but when you hear this bell ringing, it can reverberate and be like a, a forever echo. It really can. And that's the end of the, basically the fight's called off then. It's not going to, there'll be another, a lot of rounds, but you'll see that it's just a, it's like an act, so to speak. And, and you know, all your money is not on you getting knocked out or knocking out the other person. You just, uh, the game is rigged and, you, and uh, you've already won, so to speak. Yeah. So, and then you would think, well, then you'll take tons of chances. Well, if you're programmed not to take tons of chances, you probably won't. But if you are, you probably will. Yeah, you're just going to probably go the way the action figures are going to go. I had a lot, lot of drama excitement and fucking a lot of shit happened. Now it's better. I like a lot of less shit happened. Just like everything else. I had a lot of swing that way. It's nice to be in this swing. <laughs> I'm not looking. Oh, I can do anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm doing very the same thing usually every day. <laughs> I've had I've had every buffet at the all you can eat. I don't go there to eat all at all. I don't eat all of it anymore. I know it's I know the limitations of experiences. I know it. I know you're not going to be made by what you experience here. You're going to forget it all. You forget it right now. Nothing you would love. Oh, you remember the event 25 years ago? The only way you can fucking remember, you got an ink tattoo, maybe. So you can go, oh, everything else is gone. It's like sand through hands. Doesn't if I had 30 fingers, no, it would still go. This experience comes and goes. Doesn't leave a fucking mark. Yeah. All right. So maybe there's something that cannot be marked here. Maybe you're actually established there right now. You're at that place, that non-place that can't be marked by everything that can happen. Now, instead of trying to dive deep and in, why not start and let it come up? So we used to talk about people in AA, they talk about this big hole 
that they were trying to fill with everything. Yeah. But maybe this hole is an opening. Something wants to come out of it. Stop fucking packing it with shit experiences and everything else. Just let it be fucking open and maybe everything, nothing's going to come out. Yeah. It may be an entrance to something. Not, not you. It's, you're not, you're not meant to, feel, you're not meant to go through it. Something's coming up. What? Oh yeah. The, you know, the thief in the night. Yes. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is how crazy it is. We're doing things in a whole lot of different ways. Like I had this event. I use it a lot, but I did this event in Australia, 2000 called the miracle of love. No, the path of love. Osho took your people from Osho took this miracle love and made it into the path of love. And then it had showed a lot of Osho videos at the end of the night. So it was like an eight day event where they had a very good ability to produce a cathodic events. So everyone was having cathodic events in the, in these hours they put out for that. And one of the cathodic events that captured this thing was, I started to cry and everything. And I was chanting, I can never get back. I can never get back. Like, you know, the prodigal son shit, or I've left God or some, I've done some fucking terrible thing and I can never restore, get it restored or come back. So obviously, yeah, I can never get back. And the people who had the spiritual rules there, they, Thought, oh, this guy's having a big event. So they carried me out. <laughs> and I've got, I can never get back. I, I'm going crazy. I'm crying, crying, and everything. And then about a week later, I'm just sitting there in some non dual sense of whatever. I'm going, you know why I can never get back? Because I never left. <laughs> that went, and then the parade was canceled for me. <laughs> they liked me as the one that could never get back. They didn't like that I could, I had never left. That wasn't attractive to that, that spiritual progress. <laughs> but it just hit me. I can't, that's why I can't get back. I never fucking left. That's why I can't get out, I'm not in. That's why I can't get in, I'm not out. I've been, the whole thing has been, the emphasis has been, I, I thought the head of the dog was the tail of the dog. Yeah. I was trying to talk to the dog through its ass. <laughs> Just wasn't working. And then it was a simple correction. And then I started seeing everything that was like this. The one, the topic, I, the thing I usually use is the horse in front of the cart. I had seen the cart in front of the horse for most of my life. Suddenly, I get that the horse is in front of the cart. Yeah. I still see it as the cart in front of the horse, but the emphasis is the horse is, is in front of the cart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, how the head presents it is the same way. Of course, the cart's in front of the horse. It's a self centeredness. Yeah. But I don't see it anymore that way. Yeah. I see that that's an appearance, and the horse has always been in front of the cart. Always, always. I didn't do anything to cause the horse to be in front of the cart. It's always been there. That This was doing the exact opposite. It was looking at it, horse in front of cart, and then cart in front of the horse. Yeah, That's why you're leaving what you are to look for what you are. 
That's what you're not. That's how extreme it goes. And then spiritual paths grew up to assist that. Yeah. And some of them say it's going to take lifetimes for you to look for what you are from what you're not. Yeah, it's going to take more than lifetimes. So you might as well get over it now. It's going to fail. You want to learn after, might as well learn now. And then maybe, just maybe sit, oh, this is the same old, same old, but change the emphasis and it's all new. Yeah, instead of this, it's, wow, this is way back here. Wait a minute. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And you have the eyes to see it, definitely. Most definitely. It's how we're seeing it is can there can be warnings about it. Have you believed something, some activity was going on claiming whatever you were doing, be it in a temple or in a fucking crack house? And did it did the did the physical location and the and the uh, let's say circumstances conditions change that activity were there temples that it wouldn't happen in and there was and it would always happen in crack houses no it happens wherever you are the head mechanically claims it and fits it into the narrative yes and now you become a spiritual person when you were a crack addict before yeah the person keeps on migrating to every identity, but there's always a, a person in the identity. Yeah, yes. We want to change our identities. I definitely, I wanted to change the identity of being a drug addict. I wanted to keep some of the romanticism, but I wanted to change it. I want to change identities, but the person seemed to be established and stable. That's the dilemma. The identities have only enough adhesion, they need to be re-glued all the time, but the person travels through these identities, that's the sense of self. The sense of self is the sense of being a person who's now identified with this person or that, or I'm married, have kids, don't have married, kid, dog owner, whatever. It's the person, that's the bondage. It's not the identification. It's, yeah. There's a belief that we're the one who's identifying with everything. And that's not true. So, yeah, that's it for today, I think. Anyone have a question? No one has one here. Uh, see, I've got everyone's trained at the live meetings. It's fantastic. It's harder in Zoom. You've got Tobias. All right, Tobias. Hi, Paul. Uh, great to hear you today. Hey. You're fired up. See, I'm just, I'm just taking it for granted it's Tobias. Eh? Uh, yeah, Sorry. Tobias yeah, and Aaron and, uh, yeah, and a dog and a cat. And I'm, I'm talking oh. to, the, to the dog. Um, and yeah. I had a question for you this morning about devotion. And then I kind of ran it by Aaron a minute ago. And she kind of told me what you might say to it, which is that, you know, what we are. Is devoted to being what it is and uh is it what would you say that mental state is the only thing that could be devoted because ramana talks about like the two ways self-inquiry or devotion oh no no you have you have larger aspects than the mental state the mental state is the dominant state in most cases no, no there's people 
have a tendency towards devotion and other people who don't have a tendency towards devotion. Yeah? I've seen it. I went out with a woman when I was with the guru who her her the easiness she was experiencing concerning him and everything was through devotion. She had it was natural as like a duck towards water where I was more I was in a different condition. Devotion wasn't uh devotion to an outside idea wasn't enough. Or maybe it was too much. So yeah, there's preferences of expression. Um, what we we don't there's people have devotion. One of the most beautiful things I've seen in this life was when I went to to Sai Baba's uh, a teacher from India. He's passed away now or transferred or whatever. I went to see him where he lived. There was like ten thousand people there, and every day he would walk through whoever wanted to show up, like at 7.30 in the morning and 5.30 in the afternoon. And there would be a path to where he'd walk. You don't know which way he would go, but there were like almost like little walkways and people would line up. And I would, a lot of times I got on one of them right at the front, yeah? So I would be sitting there and he'd come. And when he was looking towards the other side of the road, and all I could see was the people looking at him. It was unbelievable, the faces of these people in, in the state of devotion. You know, it's just beautiful, beautiful. I mean, just beautiful, yeah. And a lot of the reasons why I kept going and sitting in that was to have that experience. I'd be watching people. His head was, you know, I saw his back, but I was looking at these people. It was great, beautiful uh, to me, a very beautiful form of expression here is devotion. I don't think it's a forte in this action figure, but you know, I've seen it in others. Now, others, they have more ease to for uh, uh, aloneness and solitariness, stuff like that. Yeah, so these are all ways I feel. They're not vehicles to arrive anywhere. There's their expressions of, of where we are. Yeah. So that which wants to express one way goes down that groove of devotion. And this goes down the cerebral. Yes. I don't like the idea of love. I I like the idea of a brilliant emptiness that works better for me. Yeah. I don't see. Uh, yeah. Just totally. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not in. I can't have an intimate. Uh, share about devotion. I don't think it's been one of my main characteristics. I was devoted to shooting cocaine. And look at where that got me. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, truly, I would uh, match my devotion to drugs to any devotee in spiritual annals like Hanuman. I was right up there. I surrendered everything to it. I do anything for it. And no matter how bad it treated me, I came back to it all the time. Yeah. So, but I feel most of us, we look at things as paths to get somewhere. I look at everything as an expression of where you are. Yeah. To me. So I feel certain people have a certain nature. They express, let's say, release or liberation that way. Others, yeah. It it pops out in in a from it, it you know up a different hole so to speak. It's the same thing. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, awesome. That's yeah, what I think. And Thanks, you know, you're devoted to the message because 
for whatever level you can arrive at, it seems true. More than seems true, it is true. Mm -hmm. And it's triggered a lot of being convinced that nothing else ever triggered. So you rest in in that, and that's a form of devotion, you know? I mean, we've been coming to satsangs for 20-something years, and it's definitely been not for the... Uh, <laughs> whatever. It's just I'm compelled to share. I'm compelled to share because I like to see people travel lighter, and not have that have a, be another expense or another, I mean, just see the the uh, easily available uh, ability to travel either with or without benefits, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, just to have a, uh, it's not about changing every day and having every day great, but being able to travel through whatever is in store for you as an action figure in a lighter manner. And I believe this message does that. Yep. Loss of interest is the key. Self cannot lose interest in self. Doesn't work. So you lose interest in self from what you are. And then you a lot of what you can't see clearly will be revealed, obviously. Yeah. And you will come to different points of conclusion. Yeah. I feel all the doing... Is, of whatever you are has already been done. You're completely in whole as you are right now. Do I have a feather in my hand? Oh, great. There you go. Oh, no, you have it. It's a gift there. Yeah. yeah. Let me reach in, get the rabbit out. Would that convince you? Fucking no. <laughs> you don't need to be convinced. Just realize you're not that that needs to be convinced. That's the convincing moment. Yes? You already are convinced. You just don't know it. What you are is completely convinced of what it is. It's not fooled one second. It's in this parody going on. Yeah? It's the it's providing the light and the space and everything. And uh, there can become a point here that... Uh, the closing of the production can be quicker. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Anyone else in there? I hope that helped or whatever. Yes, Esther. Esther. Hi, Esther. Hi, Paul. Hi, Esther. I thought you, ha you had your vow of silence for a while. That's good. Yeah. I, um, I have been experiencing thoughts of suicide and um sometimes i'm able to see it as a mood and um i attempt to um see what i'm not as what i'm not um and honey honey if you get it overmatched with that seek company listen to someone else more than you're listening to yourself don't try to have a non-dual dual, dual yeah just mm. get it it's just all you need is temporary help then you don't need the absolute infinite solution just to distract your attention to, from the thoughts yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah don't just realize that that which is trying to fight the thoughts is of, is of thought itself and it's outmatched. So you just, 
do something, take an action. Yes, take an action, call a friend, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, milk, put on Bloodlines, Netflix, good writing. Something that grabs your attention and then that little mental storm will pass. Yeah. And then it's then talk about it in the, you can now maybe when it's chilling, you can look at it in a larger view. But while it's claustrophobic, deal with it that way. Yes, just get the help you need. I Thank feel. You. Thank you. Yeah. See, there's, this is where the subtlety of living is. This is because in, in life, there isn't, hey, bro, in life, there isn't, uh, in a lot of cases, it isn't just black or white. Yeah. We got another chair for you. Yeah. All right, bro. That's a blast from the past. Our, my old friend, our old friends in Bishla. So, yeah. Yeah, Esther. And know that uh, a lot of people care for you when your head says you don't. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, honey. Yes. And be nice to yourself. Run a nice bath with Epsom salts. Sit in there. These things are, these, these conditions are, are very easily made fluid, but not usually by thinking, but by an action, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But like I was saying, there's no road answer in it, in, uh, in anything. But I find a lot of people try to use non-duality as a skillful means when there's enough skillful means. Yeah, I would use a skillful mean than non-duality. Non-duality, I don't see, is a useful thing when you need a skillful means. It's more of a, it's something else. Yeah? It's more comprehensive. So if something's getting too much, fucking... And you can't find the the uh, the valve. Someone else helps you. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And then you can see these are just thoughts. Yes, and something is talking as you to you, and it doesn't have your best interest at heart. This is why a lot of people come to this conclusion. And to me, it's really something else when they believe they're their own worst enemy. That's insane. And uh, self-hatred. You don't have hatred for yourself. Something has hatred for itself. You don't. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was not hating myself. I was not asking my mother if I should go to playing class or was Wayne playing better than I was. I was just kidding, just running around fucking like that. Yes. I don't believe this self-hatred. I, I believe there is self-hatred. I don't think you're the target of it. And you're definitely not the one that's shooting the arrow. No way. So let something help you to call off the dogs and then it's going to weaken the dogs. 
your whole process in your life is weakening these dogs, Esther. Yes? It's not demanding you push hard or anything. It's disarming. You've heard the truth. Let the truth abide. Yeah. And obviously, you didn't follow the thoughts. So which was stronger? Something in you or the thoughts? Obviously, something in you. Yes? Yes. There you go. Give uh, Mark a win. Yeah. And realize you're on the winning side. Yeah. Yes? Yes, it's just that the um, there's always this sense of a problem. Everything's turned into a sense of a problem, and then, and then, to to see that that's not, um, that there is no you that has the sense of a problem. Yes, just keep keep at it, and you'll lose interest in that sense of you having a problem because obviously that which is seeing it isn't what's being seen so you are you are somewhere else seeing this activity that senses it has a problem and after a while more of what you are as an event here that interest attention is going to rest in that which is seeing this shit instead of that which is narrating it saw the shit yeah mm -hmm. that which says it saw the shit is part of the shit the seeing of the shit is what we are that which says it saw the shit is what we're not mm -hmm. yes that's part of the shit yeah just stay, stay with it honey and like we used to say in AA just stay on the operating table don't get up don't act out and uh, it's going to get really good yeah, like for me, acting out was drinking. Other people could be something else. Just don't act out and things are going to get really nice. Yeah. Yep. In time, this pro this message progresses. In time. It progresses. It gathers more strength. The more disarmed, the more strength it builds. Yeah. And then you're like a rock that doesn't get moved. And all the yapping is sort of yapping around the rock. It's not changing the foundation anymore. And you'll see it for what it is. It ain't you. Yeah. And you have for a while. You've never. It's like people in AA, we have a statement. An alcoholic calls you after they drink. The recovered alcoholic calls you before they drink. So you told us before you killed yourself, there was thoughts of killing yourself. <laughs> You're in recovery. <laughs> A person who isn't in recovery calls you after they drink. <laughs> and then it's harm reduction. Then skillful means are necessary because they drank. The genie's out of the bottle. The genie's escaped the bottle millions of times. We got a pretty good way of keeping the put the genie back in the bottle we'll do it a day at a time and it's basically yeah but right now uh you haven't followed the dictates of the head so you're actually in a sense free from the head yeah you, you did not do what it wanted you to do did you there you go so where's the power it's not on its side yeah a lot of people call me, I really want to drink, and they don't. What's happening? 
something, not them, that really wants to drink doesn't have the power it used to have. That power is now reinforcing a contentment and satisfaction, not reinforcing an addiction. Yeah, you're on the winning side. Stop acting as if you're on the losing side still. The game has changed. The table has been turned. Yes? And you grow in faith in that. You do. Yeah. What yeah. helps what helps is um like just the um the sense that this has passed before and I remember what it felt like when it passed, the the ease. Yeah. That helps a lot. Yes, great. Yes. I have that too. Like if I get ill or something, the head gets really excited, like, oh, I can really have a field day. And then I have a memory. Oh, I felt like this before. And I lived through it and shit like that. And it takes a lot of wind out of that sail. So yeah, use that, honey. It's helpful. Yeah. You've been at this little precipice before. And you has haven't jumped. So that's that has value, I feel. Yeah. Thank you, Esther. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us in the group and feeling comfortable enough to do that. We're all here in support. Yes. All right. Anyone else there? Uh, yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence. Hey, Paul. I just had a question about kind of what you were mentioning before about progressing and how it progresses over time in terms of, I guess, not getting caught up in what's not happening. I just was wondering if you kind of would see it analogous to kind of like weightlifting in terms of each time you recognize what's not happening and you you know, kind of rest in the awareness of what's not happening, that that sort of is a, another step in the right direction. Because I guess you can't really expect to sort of in a snap of a finger, or maybe for some people it's the case where they can just kind of undo that habitual process of identifying with what's not happening. Um, well, see, this so is the kind of interesting thing. So Lawrence, th this conversation right this moment is based on the action figure. So Lawrence as an action figure is going to be affected by this message, which is not of time, but its effects are being are going to be shown in time concerning the the makeup and the attitude and the uh, and the experience of Lawrence. Yes, do you see? The message itself yes. is not about Lawrence or of Lawrence. It's of that inherent nature, and then we're giving it a little sway by talking about how it's going to affect the experience of being an action figure in the dreaming. Yeah. But that's not its effect. That's how it affects the dreaming. It's not its effect. Its effect is infinite, always available at all times. Yes? I just want to make that clear. So Lawrence is going to be changed by the unchangeable. Yeah? The unchangeable can't be changed. It's unchangeable. But that which isn't unchangeable can be changed. And this is the story of Lawrence. And this is how it's going to affect you. When you're entertaining this idea, it's going to be fortified because there's going to be demonstrations that it's working without you know, knowing how it works. 
and there'll be a sense of something is doing for me what I can't do for myself, which is a fucking good shift in, in reliance. Instead of reliance on self, your reliance on this is doing something for me that self couldn't do for the self. Yes. So it's the way it plays out in the dreamscape, but that is not what it is. It's not the expression of the dream state. It's an inherent, incomprehensible, unknowable, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you may see its impressions, but don't judge it by the footstep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may see it. Its impressions will be on its effects, but its effects are not a picture of what it is. Yeah. Yes. You hear that? Yeah. 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 No, thank so you. That hear, makes sense. That's why the hearing the message in time can have a strength build up. But the message in and of itself isn't building up through time. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's translated into time and that which can build up and decay. But it is not of that which can be built up and decay. That's the beautiful part of it. The greatest thing we're looking for in this place is not of this place. It's of our own nature. That which is looking in is not in, it's of something. And that of can change how your experience this in. But it's not in, yeah, it's of. It's not, it's not of time. The message doesn't work in time. Its effects may appear to work in time. The message is inherently always available at all times. Yeah, so they're different, but the where you can see effects may be more easily seen in the action figure world. Yeah, because someone who's less obsessed with this idea of self tends to have people see the change. They're like, wow, you were fucking really driven to fucking shoot coke. Now you're not driven to do shit. What the hell happened? Yeah, so there are effects. What affected that is not an effect. You finally touched a stone that's always available at all times. And then the effects of that are going to show up in time. So things that were here will dissipate. And things that weren't here will get emphasized as if they weren't here before. But they've been always available. It's hard to get, but it's a. this is a move movie. And it's in time. Yeah. It's, it's based on appearances, which are like, in a way, like a sustained cloud, yeah? We keep thing we're seeing things as the same thing, but it's just seeing things, we're dreaming, yeah? And in the dreaming, a message of what we are can affect that which is seemingly the dreamt. So there, this can actually lose interest in self as that which is representing self. Does it lose interest in self? No. But an effect occurs where it loses interest in self. Yeah. So this is what Lawrence, I feel, was sharing with those few sentences. So yes, I didn't say it's of time. I said in time, it can look like something progresses. Yes. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I'd have to, it'd be best if I was holding your pulse right now really 
while I'm sharing this, hopefully something other pulse we go through. Yeah, both two pulses. Yeah, yeah. There's the pulse of this dreaming, and then there's a pulse. Yeah. The dreaming changes a lot, and that the dreaming pulse can change a lot by the pulse of that, but all the changing of the pulse doesn't change that pulse. Yes. That's why it's something to rub against. Yeah. Because it leaves a, a, a huge impression that will seek expression out here. Yes. Yeah. So you've been touched. Yeah. All right. I hope that helped. It did help. I just wanted to add one thing too, is that, um, you know, I, before hearing your message, I was kind of, you know, dealing with like chronic insomnia, which I would say is a good example of uh, an issue that, of, that, you know, is created in the mind that doesn't exist. And then, you know, I would abuse pills to sleep and then I kind of got into meditation and then I went through the phase of kind of like the policing mind that you uh, explain where it's kind of hovering over you with a baton saying, you know, oh, if you don't meditate for such time today, you won't sleep. And I kind of went through that whole process, but I've realized through your message that really that whole time I was just fighting something that wasn't existing. Really, I was just fighting uh, a mental process that really has no reality. I kind of, I've been giving it reality. And I think through, you know, abusing medication and stuff like that to sleep and, you know, trying to force myself to do meditation that I was only further kind of giving it a reality it didn't have. Yes, great. That's a lot. That's a nice chunk to see. Because it's not just in this situation. It's going to be the baseline of observing a lot of situations. You're just going to see that you've been giving everything a reality. As it says in The Course of Miracles, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Now you can hear that or you can see that. I hope the hearing triggers a seeing of it. Yeah, the seeing to me is the real weight, the real meat of it. The hearing of it can be allowing a possibility of something that has been withheld as an impossibility without us knowing it. So suddenly that, that manufactured wall is taken down and then you see what you heard about, about in an understanding, you see it appearing in your vision. That's very powerful. Yeah. So there'll be a lot more of that. You hear something and then, wow, I can now see what I heard at that meeting. I can see it going on. There you have it. Was, was I able to see it going on at all times? Yes. Was I? No. Well, I was actually. It was a seeing of it all the time, but my big head was in the way. Now there's less of a head in the way and I can see something. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that star was in the movie. Something else. <laughs> I just see presupposed it was Tyrone Power, but no, it was someone else. I'm discovering something new. <sighs> yeah, all right. Thank you. Anyone else? I think we're uh, going to call soon. Go yeah, on. No. Tell, tell me a thank you that I enjoyed the driving to satsang again with her today. 
Uh, he's Mia's asking if you saw the bridge. Yeah. yeah, I saw a lot, the tunnels, and yeah. Oh, good. It's oh, fun. So you're gonna you're gonna have a little. Uh, what do you call that? You'll be doing a video prior to the video. <laughs> video on the video. Show. Yes. Show beautiful scenery. And then here, this is what I, this is what I'm seeing all the time. I talk about <laughs> talking about a perfect gazing moment. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And now look at that plane coming out. Wow. It's almost the color of the feather that was in my head. Oh. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, so there you are. It's been a beautiful day. Any other questions? No, I guess. We're going to no. go. All right. I think Amelia's almost there, though. <laughs> I know. We're going to wait for her, but it, it takes a little while to get it all packed up. She gave her a thumbs up. I, I was right. <laughs> oh, great, great. Whatever you were right about. Great. She's almost there. Oh, uh, what? Oh, she's, she's almost, almost there. there. Oh, good. Well, we're going to be ready for her. <laughs> pretty, dress, pretty dress, Amelia. Lawrence, nice to see you, bro. Uh, who is this? Oh, it's Mike. All right, Mike. Yeah, say hello to Amelia. We're here. We're waiting for her. Vlad, nice to see you, Vlad. Vlad is going to be... Oh, uh, thank you, Paul. Oh, uh, you're welcome, brother. Looking forward to seeing you in Sicily. Yeah, come please. Yeah, very good. Andy, yes. Nice to see Andy. Uh, we got Kerry, Hawaii. Everything's all right there, and obviously in the Big Island. Yeah. Clark, nice to see you down in Mexico. Tobias and Erin. Marty. Wi-Fi pretty good. We're doing it outside today. Yeah. Gil's phone. Hey, nice to see you, Gil. Yeah. Kathleen G. As always, nice to see you, Kathleen. She was she went through her phases in the time. Uh few what was it? Something and confused, and then then it all came mute. Yeah, pretty nice. Yes, Andre. Yeah, Andre. I can't see you, but uh, nice to see you. I can't see anything with this because of the lighting here. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. So I just wing it. Yeah. Uh, Rico, nice to see Rico. He's a, a a man of his word. No meat, no bread, but tons of mayo. Now you can give people people mayonnaise. Gary C, feeling better. Oh, fantastic. Everyone in Zen Bitch Slap wishes the best for Gary C and Placido. Yeah. Cassandra, thank you for showing up. We got Sherry, wherever she is. There she is. I thought you may have been coming with Mia. Oh, next week. Oh, all right. Nice to see you, Sherry. I think next week. I don't know for sure. Soon. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I know. You'll let us know. Yeah. David B. 
as always, Anu. I miss Anu. How are you, honey? I'll see you next right. week, Paul. I'll come down too. You'll see it me next week. Oh, good. Great. Great. Nanette. Hey, we have a place if you guys need an Airbnb. We may have a place uh, on the lagoon. It's across the street from the lagoon, but with enough people, it'd be worth it. I'll let you know. I'll let Mia know. All right. Sort of nice. Nice, where we used to live. It doesn't face the lagoon, but they have pools, and it's a nice, it's a nice, beautiful area. Nanette, as always. See, oh, there it is, the candle. I like it. Yes, Dennis W. Simon. Oh, nice to see you, Simon, again. Thanks. I'm happy to see you here. I can't see anything really, but <laughs> the lights bad in the outside. We got John K. As always. Tariq, uh, we've got Roman, Roman, my main man, Zoe Banks, Ilan, Lala, you doing all right, Lala? Yeah, you're here, that's good enough at the moment. John, Florida, Dana, nice to see Dana. Oh, Angie, 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 Angie. Nice to see you, honey. Always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Sicily. Yeah? Yeah. Sally, always participating. Amy, Seattle. Andrew, Jane G from Mill Valley. Nice to see you, Jane. Hey, if I missed you, uh, I apologize. Listen, have a wonderful day. We're going to go out and have a coffee. Oh, here's Amelia. Just came. Uh, everything changes. Everything changes when Amelia 